Hello, everybody. Stuart Gandalf again with another Shishmit podcast for this year for 2016. And this time, I'm pleased to welcome back uh, one of our perhaps first podcast interviewee, Alan Shoebridge. He is Senior Director of Marketing with Providence Health and Services. Joining Alan today will be Tammy Graves, who is Associate Vice President of Marcom Operations and Services for Providence as well. We're going to be talking about their topic at Shishmid this year, which is leadership development, evolution or revolution, your Marcom department must change. What I'd like to talk about first is really just, uh, and either of you can join in however you like, but just tell us about your topic, what we'll be talking about at Shishmid. Thanks, Stuart, for having us. Yes, so our topic really is about you know, how to build uh, a marketing and communications department for the future. And, you know, we, we've been going through this at Providence for the last couple of years. And as we started about two years doing this, we realized there was really not a roadmap or a blueprint uh, to help us along the way. And so what we, we wanted to do with the presentation coming up at Shishman is really talk about some of the things that we know that our colleagues are going to be looking to do that as you really need to prepare your marketing communications department for the future, what do you need to have in place? How do you need to be prepared to move forward? That's what we really want people to, to take away from our session is really how they can change, what the case for change would be, and then really not have to go out alone, have some sort of blueprint for the future as they get started. And Tammy, how would you add to that? So we're all very aware of how much healthcare is changing right now. And one of the things that we've entered into is because healthcare is changing so much, marketing and communication, though, historically hasn't changed much in most healthcare organizations. And so one of the things that we really wanted to touch on through our experiences over the last three years of redesign is how much it takes. And that design discipline isn't something that's embedded in most marketing and communication departments. We're really, really eager to share what we've learned throughout the process, and it is an evolving process for us at Providence as it is for, I know, a lot of our colleagues across the country. So one of the questions I ask you, what I have found in working with a lot of hospitals and talking to a lot of people over the years, is definitions of titles and definitions of departments change a lot. For example, physician liaison versus physician relations versus business development. Different people have different concepts of what those departments mean. Some people think they're synonymous. Some people think they're very different. So there can be some confusion. Help me understand from your point of view, when you say marketing communications or MarCom, what kinds of activities, just to be sure we're all on the same page with our listeners, you know, what kinds of things does that include and what kinds of things would not include? And maybe that was part of your discussions as you guys began to redevelop this. I can start, you know, I think physically on the marketing side of things, you know, really looking at what are the acquisition channels for new patients, reaching out through common target audiences like physicians, consumers, things like that. So where we have in our marketing structure today are things I think you very traditionally associate with marketing. So marketing managers and and other sort of uh, very specific, very, I think, you know, common titles, but also we pulled in things like research, some operations functions. So there's a lot in there. Uh, we don't have physician liaisons in our structure, but we definitely have a structure for doing some marketing. So there's that marketing side of things. And then we also have communications, which you know would be external relations, public relations, internal communications. So again, I think it's pretty, you know, a pretty big cross-section where we're looking at is, I think, also some new capabilities in terms of, I mentioned research, but also bringing in ad buying, some other things that people have really relied heavily on agencies to do. We saw the opportunity to really have build a structure around it, and also that allows us to save money, be more efficient. And I think really, as you look at building a marketing structure of the future, getting smarter around having really more specialists in the mix and fewer what we call probably generalists in the past. And I know Tammy can add on to that. 
this topic is actually really timely around definitions. We are currently going through a process of redefining the functions that exist within our communication, marketing, and external affairs areas because I think you hit on something really relevant, Stuart, in that everybody defines this a little bit differently even within the organization itself. And it's so important as you enter into any design and redesign especially to have that that clarity of the function itself. And so we have found that before we start those efforts, having a real clear picture and, and written definitions of each of those functions is a, is a really important starting point as we dive into it. Alan is right. One of the things that we certainly have done as we move forward as an organization is more special, specialist roles. I think historically healthcare has had a lot of generalists that have done both marketing and communication, sometimes other functions as well, community relations, et cetera. And in most other industries, marketing versus communications are distinct roles. There might be similar over in the true use of the word marcom, but uh, that is where we're sort of seeing more and more healthcare going is to, to in some ways run parallel with other industries and in looking at marketing and communications mainly as separate disciplines. You know, it's really funny this conversation because it's just two huge coincidences. So I literally just got out of a meeting talking with my own executive team about missions and the kinds of beyond, you know, what is the exact roles that we have within people on our team and what is the mission? And I think that's kind of what you guys are alluding to too as well. It's not just, you know, titles, but also what the mission is. And then, Tamara, what you also mentioned was the specialist. So literally last night, I rewrote some copy on our website describing what we do. And I often make the analogy, like medicine, marketing has evolved into a world of highly skilled specialists. <laughs> it's exactly um, something we talk about all the time. So it's funny you came up with the same analogy. We, we talk about that all the time. So you have here about evolution or revolution. It must change. Tell me how and why is this timely? So I'd mention, you know, healthcare, obviously, we're going through maybe once in a lifetime sort of change in, in healthcare in the nation. And so I often tell my staff as we are in the midst of all this redesign, the only thing that would make me nervous in the midst of all that change, and then Providence has grown immensely over the last four to five years, most recently with our combination with St. Joseph's Health, is that if we weren't changing. So in the midst of healthcare changing dramatically, certainly the organization that we sit within um, changing dramatically, it would be unrealistic to expect that the way that we have been doing marketing and communication, particularly marketing, but marketing and communications for the last 10 years would still be the right to service an organization that's changing. And, you know, much like, again, like many other healthcare organizations, Providence has been on its own journey to really transform from being a holding company to an operating company. And that in itself, as an organization on operating model design, would certainly nod towards examination around how your organization, i.e. your marketing and communication organization or department within the division, best services an evolving organization and needs within healthcare. And so when I think about the drivers for change, both within healthcare inside and then outside the organization, and then also, Stuart, to your excellent point, the specialization of marketing and communication practitioners outside of healthcare, those fields have grown so much that we really need to run parallel as consumers get far more savvy and marketing plays a bigger, bigger role within healthcare itself. Yeah, I, I think I would just build on a little bit that, you know, we've seen too, the tactics that, you know, marketers are, are using now are becoming more sophisticated. So, you know, 10, 15 years ago when you didn't really have much, uh, you know, online was just emerging, you didn't really need 
you know, it's kind of a, something where you could dabble in it. I think now you really need people who understand the media. It's, things are changing so fast. Online, digital, social, all those things really require a level of specialization that I think are very hard for someone to just do, hey, 10 hours a week, I'm going to dabble in, you know, this discipline. That doesn't really work very well anymore. It's just not very, this is not very efficient. And I think we are also seeing that what's really nice is there's people out there in the industry who have these skill sets who are working at companies like Microsoft and Amazon and others who actually want to work in healthcare. They want to come work in a marketing setting, but again, they don't fit necessarily that generalist mode that we had for so many years. So they're bringing a set of skills that we can bring in-house now that I think is really something that can be leveraged. And also with the mergers and acquisitions and activities that's going on, healthcare systems is getting big. And I think there's just really not going to be the opportunity again for a lot of those generalist roles. So as the tactics change and people who want to work in healthcare change a little bit too, and they're bringing skill sets with them, uh, you really have to have some infrastructure to allow that uh, to kind of get that talent into the door. Now, Providence obviously is large with multiple locations. Where are you guys moving? I'm not clear in terms of centralization versus feet on the ground for various communities of what you could share and how is that evolving related to this topic? I think that's evolving and that's one of the things that we're excited to share in our presentation. Definitely move between a centralized and a decentralized model and what our marketing and communication division is right now, it's centralized in resource but not in location and that's what I think for us has been kind of a tenant that's been consistent as we've gone through waves of redesign. It's really taking a look at the operating model that's necessary for the organization today and where the decisions and, and talent or resources needs to be located. What's been great about that for our employees in marketing and communications is it provided much more career opportunity than what's existed in the past. So because we report into perhaps a single structure, but they're located somewhere in that locality, it allows them to make flexible moves without necessarily always changing their job or the company itself. And so it has been a, a key design principle that as we've gone through waves of redesign, that is the one design principle that's really stayed in place. Have there already been any challenges along the way that you think that when, as you've been going through this process that you've faced and that others are likely to face as well? So, that's, a good, <laughs> that's a good question because it's pretty much the uh, the central point of the whole presentation is it's been a lot of challenges. And I think we've seen patterns that others who are going to do this are going to face as well. So, you know, I think the, the biggest ones we see just are really figuring out the organization's appetite for the marketing and communication structure to change. So as you were just talking about, you know, what do you have locally versus centrally? So more resources are going to move centrally. What does that mean? Timeframes change, priorities change, strategies change. And really making sure that you understand that is the organization ready to make that move? That's, I think, one of the biggest things we'll we'll talk about during the presentation. And then also, I mean, it seems, I guess it seems basic, but you know, really how your organization internally, the marketing and communications department, is going to struggle through some changes. What things are going to hit them that are going to be difficult to do? And, you know, we have a big section in the presentation that's sort of assumptions versus realities. And I think the, we assume certain things going into the work, but what you find out is very different. And also really getting uh, some resources in the hands of people of really, here's the questions you really need to ask. And again, I think one of the most important ones, again, is, is the organization ready for this change? If the answer is yes, then you kind of work through and say, here's what it means, here's the time frame, here's the resources you're going to need. So, you know, I think it's been a lot of challenges and, you know, we're, we're still going through them, frankly. And I think that's one of the other things that you'll see in the presentation is we've learned a lot, but we don't have it all figured out. And there's still things, things are changing and evolving because that's what's happening in the industry we're in.
We've covered a lot of ground. Any key takeaways you're hoping that the audience will take away from the meeting? The key, the key takeaways that we really uh, want people to walk away with is that you really can't wait to do this sort of change. So if you want to become uh, a leader in healthcare marketing and communications, you really need to think through what, you, what is the ultimate vision for your department and your, your employees and everyone you serve. So I think we want to make sure people understand we can't just wait. We can't wait to see what happens. We need to get ahead of this a little bit, start building a vision. But you really need resources. So set the vision, aim for it. But really, what do you need to ha- make it happen? And I think there's questions of what you need internally from your partners like finance and HR and others, and also what you need from your own team. So what, what, how can you leverage your own team to help you make this change? And we'll, we'll talk about that. It'll be a big part of the presentation. And then just really giving it that roadmap again. So we'll, we'll share the timeline, some things that we did, our process steps, our kind of maturity model. There's, there's really good assets and tools that I think people will leave the presentation understanding. Just adding to what Alan said, you know, one of the the biggest things with redesign is that isn't something that you've entered in before. Making sure that you have good partners, as Alan said, from finance and from HR, but you really also need to own it. One of the key takeaways, I, you know, leaders over and over know this, but I don't know how many people step in and start with an org chart as as a way that they start their redesign. And, you know, really making sure that you have a clear vision and you shoot for it, make sure that you do ample discovery those definitions that we talked about at the beginning of this call, understanding clearly what functions you're designing for, and then design before you start to implement and making sure that you don't skip over those. And, and everybody wants to go to that, that organizational model, but it, it really you'll pay for it later. And so that will be one of the things that we'll really dive into in our presentation as well. You know, it sounds fascinating. I'm looking forward to attending and seeing you guys there and talking uh, offline. It's particularly interesting because of the fact that you guys are are large and it's the same time local. So there's a lot of, and I'm assuming there's going to be a fair amount of political issues and things that you have to deal with too, because there's a whole bunch of different moving parts there. And humans are humans. I'm I'm going to take a guess that that has to be part of it as well. So I'm looking forward to learning more. Where and when is your session going to be so our listeners can attend? Wednesday, September 14th from 8.30 to 9.30, the morning session. And do you remember the room offhand? I do not. We'll make sure we post it on the on the written portion of the of the podcast, so we'll have it there for you. You guys were great. Uh, it was fun talking to you again, Alan. Great to meet you, Tammy, and we'll see you in Chicago. Thanks.